Welcome to Harvest Talk, the podcast of Harvest Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. Harvest is a community church with a vision to change the world, and we do that by reaching people and building their lives. For more information on Harvest Community Church, please check out our website, hccgoshen.org. And as always, I'm Pastor Jeremy, and it's an honor to be with you today. And hey, a little bit of an apology for getting the podcast out a little bit later uh, this week. Uh, just kind of a bunch of stuff going on with the Christmas season. Plus, that was the time when we could have our special guest on today, my amazing wife, Tiffany. Tiffany, why don't you go ahead and say hello to everybody? Yes, hello. It's great to be with you guys again. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about Christmas traditions, uh, traditions we had growing up, traditions we're doing now, how traditions change, just kind of a casual conversation about Christmassy stuff this time of year. Uh, before we jump in, just a couple of things looking ahead. First of all, um, if you are in the Goshen area uh, next weekend for Christmas and Christmas Eve, we would love to have you out at our uh, candlelight and communion service. Uh, that's going to be Christmas Eve, Friday the 24th at 5 and 7 p.m. And uh, it's, it's Christmas, it's carols, it's uh, readings, it's some time to ponder and focus on Jesus. There'll be a great, uh, well, hopefully it's great, uh, gospel-centered message. Uh, and it's a wonderful time to invite friends and family who might be searching uh, for more meaning this time of year. And so we would love to have you out again, 5 and 7 uh, p.m. on Christmas Eve. And then just to kind of look ahead a little bit about what's going to be going on with the podcast, uh, I'm going to be taking basically a break uh, in the month of January from the podcast. Uh, there's just a bunch of stuff going on, and I want to give uh, myself to those things that are going to be going on here at the church, and uh, and then kind of getting some ahead of the game in terms of planning for the spring. And so uh, so I'm looking right now at sometime around the end of January, beginning of February, relaunching or, or restarting a new season of Harvest Talk. Uh, if you're following us and you're like, how do I know when it starts again? It's real simple. Just follow us on our social media apps or uh, like and subscribe on any of the podcast broadcast services that you are listening to us on, and it'll automatically update you when uh, when we get back on the air, so to speak. And so, so yeah, so that's where we're going. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Christmas traditions. Uh, Tiffany, we had very different uh, traditions growing up, uh, and yet it's been a lot of fun participating in those and transitioning as we've grown in our marriage and family. But why don't we start off, start off by you just telling us some of your favorite traditions growing up as a child. Sure. Um, again, thanks for having me on. I love to talk about traditions. I love traditions that have been passed down from generation to generation. And then I love creating new traditions. Um, so some of mine growing up, um, first of all, it is not lost on me that I grew up extremely blessed that I got to live in the area with both sides of my family. Um, so I had both sets of grandparents, all my aunt and uncles, all my cousins. So we got to see each other at least once a week. And part of all of that was built into Christmas traditions. Um, also, I grew up with very creative and fun parents that really bought into Traditions, not necessarily just Christmas, but traditions in general. So yes, some of my favorite as a child growing up, um, we went to a fairly large church, and so this might sound a little weird, but we had a huge production, and it was called um, The Singing Christmas Tree. That's right. Um, so it was literally a Christmas tree, and people were in it and singing. I know it sounds a little weird here over a podcast, but trust me, it was an amazing production. And so many of us in our family, we were a part of that. But what we did after the productions is, again, the area that I grew up in, it's kind of famous for their gingerbread houses. 
They are featured on Good Morning America. They're featured on different places. So we would go and we would kind of tour and look at these gingerbread houses. Um, we would look at different Christmas lights in the area. And then particularly on Christmas Day, we would start out with my dad's side of the family. And it was breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, huge breakfast. Um, we were not really famous, but you had to have like the chocolate gravy. So the chocolate gravy was kind of famous there. And it was just fun. And it was dressy. So everybody dressed up because you were going to get family pictures. You were going to get a lot of family pictures. So that was just fun. And then you would go home for just a brief little bit of a break. And then my mom's side of the family would do a really fancy Christmas dinner. Again, you're going to be dressy. There's going to be pictures. So it was just a full day, and there were traditions built into those breakfasts and those dinners and those pictures. Um, So yes, I have so many great memories, um, certain ornaments that you put on the tree, certain ways that you decorate the house. Again, I could go on and on about the traditions, and some of them carry down from generation to generation, and then some of them, my parents just being creative, and they were just meant for just our family, so I loved it. Yeah, I remember the first few times, you know, dating you and going back and doing the the singing Christmas tree was fabulous, and then going to see the ornament, or not the ornaments, the gingerbread houses, and then my first Christmas with you guys, it was it was fun and new, but you know, it was a busy day. Start up, get going. And it was, it was a lot of fun and, and pictures. Oh my goodness. Just pictures after pictures and it's fancy, pictures. fancy pictures and funny pictures and, and all that. And, and, uh, it's, it's a great time. And see, I came from not exactly the complete opposite, but, but, but a very a different way of doing Christmas. And so our churches didn't typically do big productions. Um, <clears throat> I can only remember a handful of candlelight services, even growing up. And, uh, and then what we would do, um, there would usually on Christmas Eve, what we would do is we were allowed to open one gift and then we would drive around to see Christmas lights on Christmas Eve. And, uh, and then the next morning it was typically just our family and we would get up and we'd open the gifts and play with the gifts. And, uh, mom would typically make some type of uh, Christmas meal. Uh, but it was really for the most part, just our family. Now we lived, um, quite a ways away from my dad's side of the family, four or five hour drive. And then actually at one point, eight hour drive. And then, but my mom's family, uh, lived about an hour from us, but they had kids all over. So they would take a rotation once every, uh, once every four years, they'd visit a different grand uh, child or different child and their, their kids, unless one of them was having a baby. Uh, but I do remember those Christmases where Papa and grandma were with us were always just that added, added sense of, of being uh, very very special, and so that was kind of that was kind of um, how we did it, and uh, and so now the the great thing about traditions is they 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 evoke a lot of memories and and fun, uh, but they they do sometimes create a little bit of a at best a conversation. It's sometimes a lot of stress when traditions change, and so we knew kind of going into our marriage that the holidays were going to be something we were going to have to navigate. And uh, so why don't, why don't we talk a little bit about, you know, what the decisions we made when we were engaged and then how we navigated that in marriage and, and all of that. So I'll let you take the lead. Sure. So when we got engaged, um, we got engaged in, in October. And so what we decided is that we were not going to spend our holidays together during right. engagement. This was going to be kind of the last time 
to kind of honor and be with those families so we didn't have to make a choice. Where do you spend Thanksgiving? Where do you spend Christmas? And then kind of those siblings going, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't going to be with you this holiday. So that was kind of our personal decision Mm -hmm. is that during engagement, we were going to do kind of those last family traditions that we had always done. Um, And I I think both sides of the family really really appreciated. um, Yeah, I remember, excuse me, specifically, I can't remember if it was Christmas Eve or the evening of Christmas night, mom just coming up to me and just thanking me uh, for giving them that one last ability, just, you know, expressing we're excited about you getting married and all the new stuff, but just that extra... <clears throat> that extra thank you. And, uh, and I don't, you know, I will say this now, you know, the, the moment we got back from Thanksgiving and the day after Christmas, <laughs> I was up in Asheville. Uh, but, um, so but, when we say we didn't spend the holidays together, we literally, literally one day, that one day, <laughs> but, uh, but, but we're going to make it sound really honored. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we were a very mature vacation yeah. couple, <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, and I'm rolling my eyes. Exactly. So, uh, so, but, but we, that was something we, we did and we really appreciated. And honestly, I know one thing for me and, and really I, I have you to think, uh, in this area is, uh, I have a tendency just to plow ahead to the next thing. Uh, and, and what, this was one of the many ways Tiffany started, teaching me that she's not going to be able to change the fact that I plow ahead to the same, the next thing. But there are moments in life where you can stop and you can say goodbye to a season in a very honoring way. And, uh, and that was something that has helped me at times stay present. It started there going, you know what, we can take a moment, do Thanksgiving, do Christmas, and then figure out the new thing. Now, in terms of figuring out the new thing, first few years, it wasn't too difficult was, because sure yeah the first couple of years so it really just kind of honestly worked out perfectly for our marriage um jeremy's side of the family thanksgiving has always been a big deal that's when you get together with all of your family he just kind of talked about christmas day it was low-key just his family so thanksgiving's a really big deal um it happens to be christmas is a really big deal on my side of the family and so Early on in marriage, um, both sides of the family were like, great, why don't we do Thanksgiving? Why don't we always do Thanksgiving with Jeremy's family? And that means grandparents, all his aunt and uncle, that means extended family. And so we would go to Georgia um, and then we would do Christmas with my side of the family. And so that, that's how it worked. That, that's how it worked. That's how we did it when we started having kids. Yeah, for those first few years, because we lived in North Carolina, and uh, and then the other thing that happened is my my parents as well moved to the other side of the country, and so you know half the Thanksgivings they wouldn't be able to be at the big Thanksgiving gathering, but it was still a way to do it. And but uh, we would still go. Yeah, we would still go and and and, and keep that keep that we, we joked representation up uh, or tradition. Um, and then of course what we did is for a little while we. Um, we, uh, you know, we were going back to your parents' place for Christmas and bringing the kids along. But once the kids started coming along, we started building in some traditions of our own uh, pre-Christmas Day, just kind of Christmas season uh, traditions. And so what were some of the early early ones that you remember? Um, well, I remember, I, we don't necessarily do it always now, but it was all, I mean, there were always different Christmas crafts or gingerbread houses. Like you would kind of lead up to, 
um, doing that. It was sometimes Christmas matching or maybe the kids matching pajamas. <laughs> um, it's driving around, looking at lights. Um, we, uh, we, uh, you know, we started early on picking out an, a, a yearly ornament for each one of our kids. Well, the year, yeah, the year that they're born. Yep. Um, yeah, we, they, we would pick out the ornament those first Couple year or years, two. Yeah. And then from now on, the kids get to go to the store and pick out their yearly ornament. Yeah, and that's been a tradition we've been able to maintain despite other traditional changes. And uh, it's one of my favorite ones. We get, they get to pick out an ornament every year and put it on the tree. And our goal is at some point in time, they, those ornaments would become theirs when they're older and, and see what they do with those traditions. And then it just kind of, we, we kind of laugh about this one for a little while. It, it changed recently, but... Uh, there was a place where we would go to get our Christmas tree in North Carolina, <clears throat> and it was a, it was a pre-cut tree lot. I'm I'm, I'm a very hardcore. It has to be a real tree uh, person. Um, we both are. Yeah, yeah, we're a hardcore real tree uh, person, and and so, but this tree lot was kind of back in the woods, so it kind of had a very forestry setting. And then we would put it on the uh, we'd put it on the, uh, the 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 van and turn the corner and. It was Mexican food. <laughs> it was our favorite, yes. our favorite Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then, then we moved up here, and that changes everything. Um, and so, why don't we talk a little bit about what we, what kind of some of the things that the evolving traditions we've had since we've been, you know, a really long day's drive away from family. Sure. Um, well, so in between us moving to Indiana, Jeremy's parents actually left, yep. moved from the West Coast, and actually happened to move about 20 minutes from my parents. Right. Um, so, again, that is a blessing because that has made, when we moved to Indiana, navigating um, holidays. So we've kind, of, we've kind of done a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... In the beginning, when we first moved to Indiana, it was go and spend Thanksgiving. And so split the time between the two families and do Thanksgiving, whether that meant two Thanksgiving, a lunch and a dinner on the same day. Um, And then it's also kind of evolved into we actually spend both Thanksgiving and Christmas Mm -hmm. in Indiana. And then we travel afterwards. And so we've just really kind of held that loosely right what works best for our family what works best for the extended family and let's just have a conversation about it what is going to work the best um because yeah we want to honor family we want to honor those traditions we want to honor those holidays and so, yeah, so it has been, um, there hasn't necessarily been a so-called, this is a set way to do it right. since we've moved. Yeah, and, and honestly, COVID did factor into that just because our ability to go down there and see them more often was greatly prohibited over the last uh, couple of years. And so it's kind of like, we've kind of gone to our parents and said, listen, we could come down now and, you know, we love Thanksgiving traditions, but it's a busy, it's a busy time together, or we can come down at this point, have a little bit more relaxed and meaningful time. And, and, and we've done that year by year. And, and that's, that, that's honestly, again, an important thing that honestly, I I would say that our natural personalities, we like tradition, we like it really predictable. And so that's just something that God has had to help us learn how to be flexible and communicative and talking 
along the way because it, it probably it probably goes against what I would say would be our natural way of doing things. Um, and then so so and then that what well, that's created the other thing that's just absolutely you know just happened is Christmas Eve Christmas Eve is a big day for churches and. Um, you know, I think I mentioned last week, uh, studies have shown that people looking for Jesus are more receptive at Christmas time than any other time of the year. And so that usually is taken out Christmas morning anywhere but just with our family. And, uh, and so we've kind of created some, uh, some traditions of our own, and I know our kids are already talking about it, but why don't you describe a little bit about our Christmas morning to the people. So, sure. So we have kind of taken on the, let's do a really big breakfast on Christmas morning yep. as well. Um, and so that's kind of, we've kind of landed with that tradition and then it's kind of snacky foods throughout. So yeah, it's just, um, I mean, we just have fun. Yeah. We just have fun yeah. on Christmas morning and then we just spend the rest of the day. And then sometimes um, that means we are just at our house all day by ourselves. There are other people here at Harvest where we have kind of split Christmas Day. We've spent time with them. Right. They've become our kind of extended family here. Yep. And so, again, it's been fluid, but honestly, it's I mean, we've just seen God show up every memories. single Christmas yeah. day, and it's just been fun. Um, yeah, and, and what's been great is, you know, we it, it, like Tiffany mentioned, the big breakfast. You know, so we... Uh, it's the only time here I ever make a breakfast casserole. Um, I'm not a big casserole guy, but we make a breakfast casserole, and then the kids love monkey bread. Again, it's the only time of year we ever do that. And uh, and that's kind of something that, as we've looked at it and said, you know, we're going to have to make a change, that was something we pulled rather intuitively or intentionally, who knows, from your side of the family. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that it's us was kind of something that was pulled from our side of the family. And it's, it's become, I mean, the kids are already asking me, can't wait for the monkey bread, can't wait for the casserole. And, and, um, and, and it's just become something that we can enjoy and, uh, and, 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 and be who we are. And then, and then we've changed, you know, a couple of years ago, we weren't able to have a Christmas Eve service. So we went down and celebrated Christmas the way we grew up celebrating it to some degree. And, but taking it one year at a time and just really being before God with that has been helpful. So, um, you know, kind of, Tiffany, I guess kind of as we close, what would, what advice would you give to just people that maybe they're at that transition point in life? They're just engaged and they're about to get married or they're newly married or they've had a kid or their kids have moved out of the house or grandkids. You know, they're at that transition shifting point. What kind of things would you say to them that have been helpful for you in, in processing change and traditions? Sure. Well, first of all, I think we also do need to notice it's not necessarily um, maybe just you that are changing those traditions. Right. Um, because our, so our parents have adjusted to that. Yep. Our aunts and uncles, our cousins, everybody that we used to guarantee that we would see um, so first of all, I would just say, I mean, we, we talk about this a lot. It's communication. Yep. It's communication in a way that's honoring and that, Hey, um, change can be fun and we feel like change is coming. It may take some processing. It may take getting used to, I think a lot of it is the way that you just kind of view something. Mm -hmm. Um, we have picked traditions from both sides of the family that we've kind of said, this was carried down, so I wanna carry it down to my kids. But then we haven't been afraid to go, 
we can start something new and we can make it exciting and we can be spontaneous with this. So I think, I do think a lot of the, the key takeaway is communicate, communicate with each other, communicate with the parties of the family or, you know, those adopted family that you bring in and, and have those honest conversations. Um, and then just embrace it. I mean, really, there were, there were times where I'm like, I will always have Christmas in North Carolina because that's all I knew. I mean, that is really all I knew. And then here God moves us to Indiana and I'm like that first year, Oh, this is going to be my first Christmas. So yeah, let me walk through that process of going, this is different. This feels weird, but you know what? This is all in God's plan. And so I'm going to make the most of it. Um, and do that. And then I know, I mean, there are traditions that have been set and then that person is no longer there. Maybe that person is the one who carried that down. And I just say, we've walked through some of that. Mm -hmm. Give yourself permission to just sit there and process it. Give yourself permission to go, this is really hard. And this maybe isn't what I was ready for. And you know what? God isn't surprised by that. He just isn't, and he's going to bring hope, and he's going to bring joy in ways that maybe you're just not expecting it. So, I, again, I would probably just say, just be open. Don't be afraid to sit in the hard things. Don't be afraid to sit in the change, but, but be open, and sometimes I think it's just that, sh- that little bit of a shift to go, okay, God, I'm, I'm here for the changes. Yeah. That's so, 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 so good. I couldn't, could not have said or thought anything better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's being the open. It's it, again, it's it, tr- traditions when they change, it's okay to miss them. Um, and then, you know, so getting that mindset, but then the other thing is, is, is look for the positive in the moment, you know, and, and I think you, you, you do that and, 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 and it's amazing what happens. It's kind of like we couldn't go back or we couldn't do this or we can't do that. And so, and, and we actually recent, you know, last year we had a Thanksgiving that was canceled suddenly because of COVID. And so you had to pull back and you have to go, you know, this is horrible. This is difficult, but we're going to find something good here. And it, it really is amazing how God finds himself, um, proves himself faithful in those moments and how special memories uh, come out of it. And so... So yeah, so that's a little bit of our our story. So Tiff, thanks for sharing. Yeah, always so fun. Yeah, and so uh, let me uh, pray for us, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. And like I said, we'll be back on uh, podcast sometime at the end of uh, January. So let me just pray for everyone. Lord God, we just thank you, first of all, that that really when you came at, at, the, at the event that we celebrate at Christmas, it interrupted all kinds of traditions. And yet that was a good thing, and, and it created great things going forward. So Lord, I just pray uh, for all the families and, and people that are listening, Lord, whether they're experiencing a year where those traditions are just coming, are, are strong and coming back and doing what traditions are supposed to do, or whether it's a year of transition, or that you would prove yourself faithful. And above all things, Lord, that we would remember that, that we are celebrating you and the great event of God choosing to identify with humanity in order to bring us to salvation. And we thank you for that truth. And so we just ask that you'd be with us. In your name we pray, amen. So hey, listen, thank you again for checking out Harvest Talk. And until next time, keep reaching people and building their lives. Take care.